Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Showtime Sports presents Showtime Boxing with Eric Raskin and Kieran Mulvaney. Hello and welcome to Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney, Money Punch Edition. I am Kieran Mulvaney and I'm joined by my co-host Eric Raskin, the managing editor and media director of usbets.com, as well as the host of the Gamble On podcast. There's a Showtime Championship Boxing triple header this Saturday and we are back to play some wagers. Maybe real, maybe theoretical, maybe for money maybe for pizzas on the fights uh the card is headlined by favorite tim zoo versus underdog terrell cachet and a 12 rounder at 154 pounds and on the undercard michelle rivera is favored over joseph adorno in a 10 round lightweight bout while elvis rodriguez is the favorite over juan jose velasco in a 10 round bout with a 142 pound catch weight uh listeners may recall eric that you picked the upset win for cachet on monday's pod so i have an inkling of where you may be going with your best bet for the weekend. But maybe you'll surprise me. What is your best bet uh, from this weekend's fights? Nah, I, uh, I won't surprise you one bit. Uh, oh. at, le- at least not with my best bet. Um, okay. I think I said on the Monday pod that I'd seen Gachet as a plus 350 dog and, and found that appealing. Mm. And it turns out he's available at sports books as high as plus 650, six and a half to <laughs> one. Um, that, to me, is a phenomenal price. Now, despite me taking Gachet officially as my winner pick, like, if I'm being totally honest, I guess I don't really think there's greater than a 50% chance that he wins this fight, but I at least think it's close enough and realistic enough that it's worth going out on a limb and making the pick. You know, maybe in my heart of hearts, I'm like 40-60 on the upset, and, you know, I'm just an attention whore, so I'm making a bold (laughs) pick when I think it's within reason. At plus 650... That means if Gachet is going to win this fight more than one out of every seven and a half times, if he's going to win it like 13.5% of the time or better, then I'm getting value at this price. Mm. And I absolutely think that this is some of the best value I've seen in a long time on an underdog. Um, And I get to an extent why he's priced this way. Uh, Zoo has looked great. People are swept up in the idea that they seem to be watching a future champion on the rise. But at that price, making Zoo minus 1100 and Gachet plus 650, that to me buys into the Zoo hype too much and underrates Gachet, yeah. who, you know, this isn't some no hope or journeyman here. It's a 34 year old right. former Olympian coming off an outstanding knockout win in his last fight. So. No question what my best bet is. It's Gachet to win at plus 650. But I also have to mention, there's the usual assortment of props, and you can bet on either fighter in any round. And Gachet by KO is plus 10,000, 100 to 1 in every round, all 12. You pick any one of them, it's 100 to 1. So you'll recall I went with the Vince Phillips history repeats <laughs> pick of KO 10 on the pod. You damn well better believe I bet a little something on Gachet KO10 at 100 to 1. Not a whole pizza, you know, more like a fountain soda. But still, 100 to 1, I had to do it. You know, the more that I 
thought about this fight. Um, the more I think that, you know, even stepping aside from from betting on it, mm-hmm. I think even just as a straight up pick for Gachet to win, I think it makes a lot of sense, your mm-hmm. pick. I, I think there's a real possibility here that Gachet matches up very well with Sue's style. All the things that you talked about on Monday's pod, plus the fact that his experience at top level could be a, a big factor here. We talked about just the quality of the opposition he's been up against, you know, he's gone through that two, two and one phase over his last five fights, but you look at that quality of opposition. And of course we talked about the fact that those have all been up against Southpaws. Um, and you, it's just hard not to think that this might be one of those circumstances where the really good, solid pro boxer just kind of takes apart the, the young up and comer here who maybe hasn't been tested. So I think just basically the notion that Gachet could win this is not at all far-fetched. Right. Plus 650? Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, certainly there have been times when we've done these Money Punch podcasts before where we've quasi-mocked some of the extreme odds. There was that one, I think it was Rolly Romero against Anthony Yigit that we thought the odds were way off. Right. And actually it turns out that the, the, the odds makers had it exactly right in <laughs> right. the end. But this feels like a bit of a miss here. Um, I pick Zoo to win. I still think he probably will win. But at six, plus 650, I'd be very tempted to put some money down myself, actually, to be honest. Um, and you also factor in that Gachet is probably going to be kind of riding quite high after his last performance against mm-hmm. Jamonte Clark, where, you know, he's probably feeling like he's got the wind in his sails again. So, yeah, look, I think I think that's extremely good value. And while you're at it, what the hell? It's a, why not really back yourself and put some money on the round you predicted? Because, I mean, really, what's to be lost, really? Right, uh, right. <laughs> if it's one of those, if it ends up being KO10 and it was 100 to 1 and I didn't put a little something on it, I'd feel right. like an idiot. I'd hate myself. So. Exactly. I mean, more than I already hate myself. <laughs> Precisely. Um, looking at the other fights on that that Showtime card, I also found myself fluttering my eyelashes at a, at a bet that reflects my actual pick, which was, in fact, your pick. We both picked uh, Michelle Rivera to stop Joseph Adorno uh, in the co-main. Rivera's listed at minus 370 to win straight up, and Adorno's a plus 285 dog. I feel like those, even though I picked Rivera, they might be a little wide. Adorno's... Mm-hmm. Adorno's not a bad fighter by any means, and and we're still learning about Rivera. I think it might be a smidgen closer than that. But if you dig into some of the prop bets, that's when I see one bet that I quite like. Um, Rivera to win by decision is minus 165. Um, But a win by KO or TKO or DQ is plus 350. I quite like that. Um, I do think he's a bit more likely to to pull out that stoppage than he is to win on points. I think either is a possibility. But plus 350 does seem... Pretty good value. Is it? Would it be good enough value for me to actually go ahead and pull the trigger and put some money on it? It's kind of Gaucher. That Gaucher bet, I wouldn't hesitate with. Mm. This, I'm kind of. Mm, I think it's good value. Is it good enough? Would I feel? How confident would I feel about getting my money back? I'd be a little borderline on it. I'd like it to get a little wider before I definitely pull the trigger, but it's definitely in that zone there where I would think quite seriously about it. I think that's a pretty decent bet. All right. Well, I don't know if this will uh, encourage you uh, at all, but I I love this bet. It's probably my second favorite bet available this weekend, and I have put some money on this one also. I I do think it's value. I'm just 
not totally understanding why Rivera by decision is perceived I... as so much more likely Agreed. than Rivera by KO. Yeah, you said it was decision minus 165, KO plus 350, when you and I both picked KO at, at, at the least even if KO isn't necessarily more likely than decision at, at the least they should be in the same ballpark as each other right. I would think so yeah that that to me is a little weird maybe the odds makers just saw Rivera's last fight went the distance and mm. overweighted that um, I don't know uh, but uh, I also noticed draw plus 1600 Adorno is no stranger to draws I'm not sure that 16 to 1 is value but you know, if you had bet the draw in Adorno's last two fights at those odds, you'd be a rich man now. So uh, that's another one that got my attention. But that's one of the ones that uh, sort of like you were just saying, it looks appealing. I don't think I'll actually bet it. Um, and and I'll, by the way, I'll note the other undercard fight, uh, Rodriguez against Velasco. I'm a little surprised how wide the odds are on that one. Um, Rodriguez minus 1400, Velasco plus 750. I didn't think it would be that wide. You know, we both picked Elvis, but it's not like he can't possibly lose this fight. Right. I think plus 750 on Velasco is too high, but it's another one that I I don't think I'll actually bet it. I just don't quite believe in him enough, and I've already made enough bets on other fights uh, <laughs> that I think have more value. Don't eat so many pizzas. <laughs> right, or afford to lose so many pizzas. <laughs> oh, well, there's that, yeah. Right. Um, one other fight that has my betting attention is the uh, Josh Warrington Kiko Martinez fight. Um, I hinted on Monday that I might have interest in Martinez as an underdog if the price was right. I hadn't seen prices yet. And I find myself on the fence about whether to bet him at plus 300. That's the highest payout I'm seeing on him anywhere. What do you think, Kieran? Is there better than a 25% chance Kiko wins and thus that there's value on that bet? I 100% think that there is a better than 25% chance that Kiko okay. wins that fight. Um, there is value. Again, it's sort of in that that sort of gray zone for me as to whether there's quite enough value. Um, like yourself, I'd probably be a little bit on the fence. But look, their first fight, um, it went to a majority decision. And although Warrington's you know, scaled some great heights subsequently, he now hasn't won since October 2019. And then after his shock loss to Mauricio Lara, you know, he, he wasn't looking terrific um, in the rematch until that fight got stopped and, and declared a technical draw. Whereas Kika Martinez, you know, you just never know. He seems to track along at just a level below mm. the top and then suddenly he'll come out with a performance like he did last time against Kid Galahad. And he's right back in the top of the pile again. And honestly, he's, what is he, 64 years old now? He looks <laughs> like he could keep doing this for, for a while. I mean, he just looks such a strong, strong uh, uh, man. And he just keeps on rolling along. So it could be this very interesting thing that like uh, a year ago, the odds probably would have been very different. And I would have had very different opinions on mm -hmm. whether it's value or not. Um one thing I'll, I'll say, looking again at the prop bets here for this, I would have thought that by far the likeliest means for Kiko Martinez to get the win here will be by TKO. Um, you know, uh, uh, Warrington's looked a, a little bit vulnerable mm -hmm. um, in his last couple of fights. Martinez is, is really strong. And, you know, he was, he was losing on points to Kid Galahad until he just produced, you know, those, those knockout punches. Um, and, of course, you know, the fights are in the UK. Right. But all of that said, plus 2,200 on him scoring um, a decision win. There wow, it's that wide. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, 
I mean, Jack Catterall would be like, no, mate, don't don't place the bet. <laughs> right, right. On winning on points in the other guy's backyard, but 2,200? I don't know. Now, it could be one of those fights that Martinez wins and doesn't get the decision, but right. I'm a bit tempted by that just because I think that's far wider than it should be. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't I hadn't even uh, looked closely and seen that, but yeah, that's shockingly wide, and uh, geez, I, I guess I gotta gotta place a couple more bets. You talked me into <laughs> Martinez at plus 300 and maybe take him by decision also for a tiny bit. And uh, by the way, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this in uh, real quick in case we don't do a money punch in two weeks. I was looking ahead just a little at DraftKings. Erickson Lubin, minus 110. Sebastian Fundora, minus 110. DraftKings is saying that is literally a dead even fight. And then I kept scrolling down, and uh, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, exactly the same. Really? You don't see those minus 110s in boxing wow. often. There are two of them out there right now in big fights. Wow, that's a sign I assume that the sports books are extremely nervous about losing money. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's so minus 110 is the standard version of easy even money for a sports book, but like when in a football game, when the, the Packers are favored by three, it's Packers minus three, minus 110, and uh, their opponent plus three, minus 110. That's that's the standard VIG. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but that's, that's what they're saying, is that both of those fights, each side equally likely to win. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they move as the fights uh, get mm-hmm. closer. And yes, maybe we will be back to, to have a look at those. Uh, but that will do it for this Money Punch edition of Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. We'll be back Monday morning to review all the action and how our best bets did and how much pizza eat Eric's eaten. <laughs> and we will also be getting Eric's countdown of the top five hundred and fifty-four pound fights of all time. Until then, thank you for listening. Be safe, be kind, and be well. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.